Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire Cartoon Fan Podcast. This is episode 480 and today we'll be talking about Cheers from Adventure Time, Fiona and Cake. I'm GC13. And I'm David. Ooh, ten episodes in, it is over and it has mm, such a sweet ending. <laughs> it has, I think, the first, like, we end on a pop song e sounding thing <laughs> like adventure time very much is about its uh, original music i think i i don't recognize the song i don't know if this ending is original to adventure time or not but it's funny how poppy it is and how hmm. just totally sweet it is compared to i mean i guess the finale for adventure time was sweet but bitter uh, bittersweet elements uh, I mean, like, watching the giant, well, whatever the hole in Finn's backyard was called, <laughs> sing the Adventure Time theme song was very, like, bittersweet. And same thing for watching Finn and Jake, like, die and get reincarnated. There's something, there's just a lot there to unpack emotionally. But, uh, there's not much to un- unpack emotionally here. It's just, like, everybody gets a good life <laughs> from here on out. Uh, well, we don't see Simon move, but we at least have the that promise. Did you think he was going to even move to the cake, Fiona and Cake universe for a second? You know, that wouldn't be a bad place for him, but all of his friends are in ooh. He can at least be pen pals via the cell phone with Fiona and Cake. Who are his friends again? <laughs> Marceline? Well, he's got Finn, uh, Finn's nephews, and uh, Dirtbeard Guy. Okay, yeah. He, he has and friends. oh, and he has, <laughs> and he's taken on that uh, Fiona and Cake fangirl as his, uh, oh, yeah, like little minty. Yeah, very precious. I like that he completely revamped his display, his showcase exhibit to be the '90s. He's really latched onto the correctly interesting thing, made it look a lot more exciting <laughs> to these future humans. Well, you know. Time moves forward and so must he. But yeah, so we've moved forward now. We're now post Fiona and Cake. Uh, watching this again really just made me want another 10 episodes, another 30 episodes. I could live in this world forever. Do you think it was a tease when uh, Scarab said he wanted to make a dark medieval uh, mystery? <laughs> I definitely was thinking that this time. Like, is that the next Adventure Time special? It doesn't have to be Adventure Time, but I would love to see Adam Mudo and the gang tackle something like that. If they <laughs> have an idea, I want to see it happen. It ha- no, it has to be in the Adventure Time universe. Um, I allow nothing else. And yeah, I just think it's great that the Scarab also has a happy ending. Like, he's totally <laughs> fine hanging out with Prismo now. Yeah, he has to sweep in the corner. I guess he's also relegated to living in two-dimensional space, but... You know, he gets a character creator. <laughs> I, I loved him sweeping because he was doing nothing, nothing with this shadow broom. Yeah, does it get shadow dusty <laughs> in the wall? Who knows? But yeah, okay, so the start of this episode is all about Simon unpacking the rest of this story where Betty is explaining to him, yeah, bro, you could have picked. You could have tried. You could have supported me once or twice. <laughs> but, uh. But they do play it in a very nuanced way because Betty doesn't regret following Simon. Uh, you know, it was her choice, too, to continually support him and d- 
defer to his desires. And it's funny, they never, like, Simon never even holds himself accountable as a, as someone who was really aware this was happening, that he was constantly taking advantage or just always picking his own route. It's, it's softer than that. If, yeah, if you listen to what he says there, he, he says exactly what you said about him when we discussed this last week. He, he could have noticed. He, yeah. I, which is such a, like, small line of like, what, what does that mean? He could have noticed, but he never really calls out exactly what it is that was holding him back. He just didn't for one reason or another. And it's a regret and it's something to, move on and it's something he got to recognize with goal betty and so that's something and you know even betty doesn't you know regret her experience and it's funny how she calls him an experience and he calls her everything like that's such a funny twist when it was betty who was the obsessed one and the one following everything but i mean simon it's funny how it didn't come out in the same way for him, right? He was totally engrossed in his work and the things he wanted to do. But especially after Betty, he was only completely obsessed with Betty. So I guess, you know, that is kind of a nice reversal. I, I wonder if the way they felt about each other was due to his obliviousness. Like if she's always sacrificing everything for him she's like well i have to do this to keep this person that i really like and you know meanwhile he she's just she is his world but he doesn't have to sacrifice anything to keep her and then when she disappears because of time travel shenanigans like there goes his world yeah yeah (laughs) she she accidentally let herself become the entirety of his life so at least now he has a therapist and <laughs> some new ambitions. Yep, and uh, Fiona and Cake World is canonized. <laughs> it was there the whole time. But I like that now they get the opportunity to mix with a bunch of other universes, which is apparently totally chill and legal for that to happen. So, Well, Scarab does say that now they get all the bad stuff too. Right, like liches. You don't really get very many extra-dimensional invaders in uh, in Ooh, so I think they'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, like, the Ancaigridian was a, a big deal. Like, the ability to get to other universes is a really big deal. But uh, I guess Prismo just zapped in all those folks. I'm glad that uh, Farmworld Finn's kid gets the, gets the chance at a life that's better than, uh, you know, Farmworld. But why isn't the rest of Farmworld family here? Are we are we worried? <laughs> yeah, that worries me. That worries me a lot because why would he be so willing to to go there? Either his siblings are being very well taken care of by somebody or um he's awfully cheerful for somebody who had nothing left. Yeah, it's concerning. So, oh well. I, I can only <laughs> I can only hope that this means that Farmworld Finn is still alive, he's still looking after his kids, and uh, when the light showed up and said, uh, hey, do you want to help Fiona? He's like, yes. <laughs> yeah, we can so only dream. I'm going to cross my fingers, I'm going to close my eyes, and I'm going to imagine a happy <laughs> ending for them. Yeah, just put two fingers in those ears, too, while you're at it. <laughs> you don't need to see reality. La 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 la, I'm not listening. 
Oh, yeah, it, it, it's cool that especially some of the other particularly desolate worlds got to mix as well. Uh, I'm confused. Uh, did I miss? I've, I've not seen this episode twice. Did just the Peppermint Butler tank show up? <laughs> like, um, yes. Everyone, okay. everyone else from that world was, again, probably dead. Okay, right. So it's just Peppermint Butler. <laughs> AI. That's, um, I, I don't really know why he came along. Is he life? I don't know. He's the muscle. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, it's just weird that he showed up. He didn't need to show up is basically what I'm saying. No one was wondering what happened to Tank Butler. But here he is to, um, be a vehicle for the other worlders. The revolution. I don't, I, I, no. <laughs> I don't, like, Fiona's world um, is already having the political revolution it needs, right? It looks like Miss Abadir <laughs> is uh, getting some protesters in front of her house now. Yeah. Looks like I was pretty close to the mark when I guessed she was a landlord. They're demanding she lower rent. <laughs> or they're very confused and don't realize that she doesn't have power over their rent. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. Well, you're a rich person. You must have some control over our rent. <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't take the administrator of the blood bank and protest against them about your uh, rent prices unless you really have no idea what's going on. I mean, to be fair, what can they be sure of anymore? They just saw huge paper tearouts of their world happening. So I, I would be pretty confused at that point. And then Cakezilla. <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. I... Loved giant cake. Uh, I love that they just chose to have her on top of the Godzilla form, you know, not not choosing to stretch her eyes out somewhere. It led to the great, you know, expressions that she had basically dying of energy use <laughs> on top of the Godzilla. But good for her. And then uh, once the once the strawberries come into play, Fiona gets to live her number one fantasy. <laughs> Hooray, cake. It finally happened. We're huge. <laughs> so now for podcasting things uh yeah she lived her number one top fantasy that was hilarious we could all use more giant fiona in our lives i think it was hilarious how she just like flexed her entire body but between her and cake they really couldn't physically disrupt the scarab in a way that would truly harm him like you, you could chip off little pieces of his mask or, or armor but you kind of need to use his own weapon against him to do anything meaningful. Yeah, I, they missed a, they missed a chance to do that thing where you know that as the villain's mask literally falls off, uh, so too <laughs> does his metaphorical mask. But he was metaphorically mask off that whole time after he got the call. Totally. Oh well, maybe in Fiona and Cake too. That 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 phone. I, I love the design of that little angel wing, demon wing phone. I don't know who his boss is. I I just love the idea. He's quite sassy with whoever his boss is. I'm surprised <laughs> he didn't get, you know, murdered on the spot, but they must there must be a, a much more nuanced supreme god <laughs> in this universe. Yeah, you you would think that if you could imprison somebody for playing uh games on their work PC, that maybe uh maybe it would be okay to murder somebody for sassing off to the boss, but I guess uh, the rules are different when you're in enforcement. Well, it's like a lot of the immortals are really chill. The Scarab is one of the not chill people. So uh, maybe the boss is also kind of chill. 
but I also don't know how many of how many people the boss is the boss. Like, where does Gulp fit in the picture? Uh, <laughs> you know, the boss doesn't seem to be controlling everything. I'm I'm starting to think that Golb is just uh Golb is just Golb and Golb will do whatever Golb will do and they kind of just work around I guess her now. Yeah. Golb is this powerful force of nature and if Golb decides that a world is canon now then they don't really have anything they can do to <laughs> say no. Yep, so it's talk canon about, now. <laughs> talk about the Dusex Machina this time around. Uh Adventure Time can only operate by inexplicable things solving problems it, it, there was a moment here with fiona and cake just being totally desperate in their world where i felt really the only moment in the, in this episode where i was like ah, it feels like it's dragging a little like i get it they can't do anything about the scarab but what are they gonna do and the answer is well after simon gets kind of told by betty what's up then she just creates the solution Somehow it's a dandelion <laughs> of the universe that, within the universe, Fiona can blow and give to all of the other heads of the people in the universe. And also, that somehow rejoins the universe with the multiverse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's great. It's magic. We don't gotta explain it. Well, also, the scarab solution is just something they could have done the whole time anyway without... Uh... Well, they had to understand how it works. He showed them how it worked. Right, but it was just unrelated to the universe rejoining. So it was just like two separate things happened. (laughs) So, sure, why not? I wish Scarab hadn't trashed the place. Like, they had just fixed it, and he's like, I'm going to start breaking things again (laughs) because I'm a jerk. I did like that round, too. This is my final form. I'm just going to crush the buildings. I can't take apart your universe, (laughs) but I will just literally destroy anything in my vicinity. Yeah, it took him a while to rebuild, too. (laughs) Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I guess since everything was magicked into existence, they had to kind of, okay, what do we have to rebuild this with? Because the bricks that they rebuilt with look nothing like the the bricks that were already there. Oh, that was that was cool, though. I like that sort of damaged and rebuilt design. And then, you know, in the final stage of rebuilding there. It's lest we forget. Well, yeah, they put on like the additional kind of like tent camp houses things those were cool (laughs) i don't know like (laughs) extra party zones and and lodging it was cool i i I did notice something weird uh during the sequence with the scarab on the street with them that they had a little goof with the with the shops there so they have the hamburger shop hansburg and then they they run past it they run past the flower shop there's another building and then there's the hamburger shop again and then they stop and they miss a scarab and then they end up in front of the, the flower store again. But there's no Hansburg right before it. So this is a different flower shop than the one they ran past. Slowly piecing together the city. You think they, they must have drawn a map. There's definitely some solid points. No, the oldest there's post office in town. There, there, there is no way you have two hamburger shops of the exact same chain with just two buildings separating them. And then two <laughs> flower shops of the same chain roughly the same distance like they t- they they totally just um they just walk cycled it but you know their city also changed a bit coming apart from simon's mind like the betty statue yes. had become a gold betty statue i liked that detail a lot yeah in a hilarious pose too not one befitting of gold really <laughs> but befitting of a fountain shooting water yeah wasn't that one that we would expect to see like a fawn uh, holding a jar or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. 
like I said, it's a, it's a fun fountain. We have fun around here. I liked I liked that uh, Fiona finally joined the roller derby girls on their team. <laughs> you know, I think that human connection is what she was missing. You know, You're right? I mean, she had a handful of friends, and yeah. heck, now she even has a talking cat. So I think that's a little better companionship than before. You know, I, I'm not sure if anything can really shake off the depression of this place is supposed to be magical. I'm supposed to be magical. Why is it like this? But you know, having having a bigger support group never hurts. Well, and a little bit of magic is back because I guess none of the people... I'm like trying to run through my head really quickly. None of the people who came from other universes are magical. Is that true? The tank, the girls from Farm World. Nah. Pretty sure Little J is a dude. Uh, well, the little guy. No, the baby... That you're thinking of Baby Finn. I thought Little J was a dude. Hold on. Well, Baby Finn's Baby Finn. But no, I'm pretty sure the two farm world lovers are ladies. Hence the extra emphasis from Cake being like, I love you too, you're precious, stay here forever. Let's see, according to the wiki, Jay Mertens is a male. Oh. (laughs) So, score one for wiki research. (laughs) <laughs> apparently you know i really do think that casper should have gone with uh, nova's idea to summon the sunship to chase everything worked out but i don't know dynamic gotta yeah. run in there you know i i would definitely love a playable version of that especially since this time they showed us the in-game universe graphics i don't even know how to explain it like the version that simon saw was green from the book, but we saw in universe of the game, which I, it was really cool visuals. Yep, they they love having their alternate animation styles. Looked very nice. Yeah, it was interesting. Like a different frame rate had the three dimensional objects with sh- shading, kind of cellish shading. It was cool. I, I was just just uh, thinking. Casper is blind, or at least, you know, he covers uh, his eyes so that he cannot see, much like Simon could not see how Betty truly felt about him and how their relationship was going. I wonder if that's intentional. That has to be an intentional part of the character design they gave him. I'm going to take that theory, because I I was thinking about that today, like, every character design is intentional, so why can't he see? That seems like the easiest answer. Okay, good. Why is Nova a sun? Because she lights she lights up his world. Boom. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could easily play that book more. Also, like I said last time, uh, Pawn Swan. Yeah, Shermie and Beth are one thing, but now we have Pawn Swan, who is apparently part of the gang. Beth was like, why'd you blow him off? We like him. He's our friend. Okay. Well, just like Chuskoose was... Uh... Finn and Jake's friend, kind of. So does Choose Goose, like, that's a different Choose Goose, right? Yep, that is that is somebody else. Yeah, not, because ours is evil and mostly dead, and, well, actually, yeah. we really don't know what his fate was. We see him in the dead world. He he appeared in the, oh. Because rhymes are crimes, remember? Mmm. Truth. <laughs> Eat feet. <laughs> You get some nice insults in Adventure Time. Uh, truly classic Adventure Time insults. 
<laughs> and Simon says something hilarious right after he sees futuristic choose goose fly away. I don't remember what the phrase was, but I, it, it was equally hilarious. Doesn't jump out at me. Nope. Don't have it pulled up to <laughs> say, so oh well, rip. But all in all, I really enjoyed the Fiona and Cake series. It, it inspired me to go back, and I am now rewatching every single uh, Adventure Time episode. So give me some months, and uh, I'll, I'll end up at the end of Adventure Time where I kind of fell off, and I will understand everything. And honestly, I mean, there were lots of random loose ends, but I feel like especially coming through with Fiona and Cake now, we're kind of bringing together the universe in another way where it's like i have new questions and new storylines i want to see and i'm less concerned about some of the the old things so that's fun uh i hope that they just keep this train going i know this hbo max now just max animation train has been totally spotty but i i really think with adventure time they have a non well in their case they don't own marvel they have dc properties a non-DC animated property that could really spawn lots of other shows. So I feel like they went really niche this time. <laughs> you have to be a pretty hardcore Adventure Time fan to know who Fiona and Cake are. Um, like, that was a really popular episode, but it feels like this one was really for the fans. Connecting with all these, you know, specific storylines, alternate universes. I mean, the Ice King backstory. But uh, they, they have so many more places they can go now to really just make it fun. Again, you can make a show uh, about Nova and it'd be completely disconnected from anything else. Like you could, I, I don't know, have fun with it. <laughs> I wouldn't expect any new cartoons from Cartoon Network Studios for a while. I mean, if they're willing to write off a completed Coyote Oh, Acme movie don't, for my heart. a mere $30 million savings. Like, they are shooting themselves in the foot just to have nothing to do with animation. Like, they are leaving money on the table just so they don't have to associate their brand with, you know, drawings. I, oh, the Acme thing pisses me off so much. And, of course, who could it have been but John Cena? <sighs> Well, thankfully, Cena always wins, so we will see him. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for us on Cheers. I think we're going to be going on to Summer Camp Island Season 6 next, so I sincerely hope you'll be with us next week. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm David. Don't forget to leave us a review anywhere you listen to podcasts. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by Mark Soto. For more cartoon-related content, please visit LunarCeasefire.com. 